Wine is science, art, geography, and history, all contained within a bottle. Make the Culinary Stone your go-to for wine shopping, and we'll show you why it transports and transcends. Visit culinarystone.com for more information. And quickly about the uh, NCAA tournament, those Zags are in the final four. Go Zags! That's going on uh, starting tomorrow, and uh, one of our clients is there at the game. That's pretty fun. And... Uh, yeah, so they could be the first team since the 1976 Indiana Hoosiers to go undefeated and win the national championship. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelley and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays with Shelly and Phil. Happy Friday. It's Friday again, just like last week at this time. Fancy that. Fancy that. And for all you out there, it is wine time. We love that. Uh, we're going to visit a Washington winery that we have a little bit of history with. We do. Ryan Patrick Winery. They are in, they have a tasting room in Leavenworth. Mm-hmm. They are out of, uh, Wenatchee area. Uh, they, they have been sold from when we knew about them. They were sold, I think, in 2011. And, uh, They've got a lot of stories, stories in this winery, um, really sad stories too. But, well, I mean, Ryan Patrick, the name of the winery was from the two sons, Ryan and Patrick. True. And Patrick passed away in 2004 with a one car rollover thing in Pashastin. It, well, it's, that must be a Washington. It is. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's real close to Wenatchee and uh, Leavenworth. Uh, Shaston, we used to pull out or put in uh, when we went rafting. Um, and I think it was when we pulled out. But anyway, Pashaston. Uh Let's get right into this, shall we? We have pre-poured their 2019 Naked Chardonnay, which used to be our house white. That's true. For a while. Yep, for a while. So um, let's go ahead and uh, we'll just do a simple toast on this because we've got the long one coming up. (laughs) Um, Tear giggles. Tear kisses. That's loud. Yeah, but you smile when you say it. I love it. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, let's give this a whirl and see what we think. Uh, Naked Implies no oak, all stainless. They do have one with oak. Mm-hmm. They have a reserve Chardonnay. This is just so clean. It's so crisp. One of the great things about an unoaked Chardonnay is that really the fruit stands out. The fruit gets to be front and center. Mm-hmm. And this is not um, unlike that at all. This is really good. Uh, what do you got on this? I get the honeydew, that's for sure. Yeah? 
Mm -hmm. Um, A little bit of citrus. And I always get apple from white wine, so that's no surprise. Like Granny Smith or uh, Golden Delicious or... Granny Smith. Honeysuckle, uh, uh, Honey Crisp. Honey Crisp, yes. (laughs) We went to uh, Athol Orchards a couple weeks ago with our Rotary Club. And they make... They are making the first maple syrup in northern Idaho. That's that's coming from North Idaho uh, <laughs> maple trees, right? Yep, that's exciting. It is super exciting. It was really good, but they uh, so buttery. Yeah, it was fantastic. But it takes a lot, a lot of sap to make. Yeah, some maple syrup because yeah. the sap is ninety eight percent. Isn't that something? Water. Isn't that something? So that's why you pay so much for it. Yeah, don't bitch about that anymore. <laughs> but uh, they um, actually grow apple trees there that are from their, their original apple trees. Ancient. Yeah, they're not. It's really remarkable. And one of the, the apples I'd never heard of, I can't remember what it was, but that that's that all got back to when you said, yeah, Granny Smith, I don't know, Golden Delicious or <laughs> Honey Crisp Apples. Anyway, what else have you got on this 100% Chardonnay from Ryan Patrick? The vineyards they got the grapes from are Evergreen, New House, Sundance, and Ancient Lakes. I feel like they're trying to be somewhat like Kendall Jackson Jackson, and create mm. um, Just a, the real a consistent profile. Yeah, yeah, that's consistent. So I know that they, they, uh, they do have their own vineyards, and they also source other vineyards for that reason um, to maintain their consistency. Uh, one of the, uh, let me see if I can find this story real quick. It is 100% Chardonnay. I mm. think you said that, but did. just in case. That's all right. How many times have I repeated things that you've said? Cause I wasn't paying attention Uh-oh. a lot. So uh, Ryan Patrick was uh, started, their winery was started in 1996. And as we said, naming it after their two sons, Ryan and Patrick, they planted some of the very first wine grapes in what is now Washington State's newest American viticultural area, Ancient Lakes of Columbia Valley. And, uh, of course, they've got a lot of lakes, um, like 35 lakes that dot that area. But um, anyway, it's above the Columbia River and it surrounds the town of Quincy, Washington, which our friends at Cave B are in Quincy. And um, in 2011, Terry and Vivian Flanagan, who started the winery, they actually sold it to Jerry and Butch Milbrandt. Oh, yeah. And when you drive in that area, you see... Millbrandt vineyards everywhere. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to do a Millbrandt. Um, we'll feature them. They make some good wines as well. Mm-hmm. But they now are the owners, the proud owners of uh, the Ryan Patrick brand. Um, they've changed the labels. They've changed the branding. And uh, it it it's all good, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've been to their tasting room in Leavenworth because the divas were in the parade. And I think we met Vivian there. She sometimes pours at the, at the, at uh, that tasting at room. At that tasting room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, her husband, Terry, passed away in 2017. 
So Mm -hmm. she's now, you know, on her own, but it, they had a enthusiasm for wine and a passion for wine. And they were able to create really quite a brand um, that was gaining a lot of steam. And then the, the thing happened with Patrick, which the problem was he was being groomed to be the winemaker and his brother, Ryan uh, was out in the fields tending the vineyards, right? The vines. He still does that. Oh, so, okay. and for other wineries as well. But anyway, so that's, that's kind of interesting and a little bit, a little bit sad. You know, we don't, that's just a heartbreaking story. Anyway, off we go to uh, what else is on our notes? What else, what other notes do you get on this wine? Start with that. They're saying apple, um, pear, honeydew melon, and floral notes. Yeah, it's just just very, very crisp. You know, <clears throat> my wine journey personally started out with the real buttery Chardonnays. And then... I got really tired of that. And my pendulum swung to really unoaked shards. My now, pendulum didn't swing that far. I no. still like a little oak. Well, and now I do like a little oak. I look, I love an unoaked Chardonnay. I really do. It's crisp, it the fruit shines, but um as long as the oak is balanced and not, you know, over the top. I'm okay with that. What is the price point on this one? Ten bucks. Okay. Nice. Yep, ten bucks. I got this ten uh, ten dollars at Fred Meyer here in Coeur d'Alene. Um, Thirteen five alcohol, aged four months in stainless steel tanks, and then they release it. By the way, this was harvested in the fall of 2019 and bottled in March the following year. So right when COVID hit, they were bottling this wine. Mm -hmm. So uh, one thing that's going to be funny when we get to the red is they made a typo on the tasting notes. (laughs) And I'm like, what do you mean? You harvested and then bottled it four months prior to that? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's talk real quick about episode 50. What's wrong? Nothing. Okay. Episode 50. We are in, this is episode 50. That's pretty fun. That's good. Any idea about number 50? No. You don't? <laughs> okay. So we do have to mention this from last week because I, I was like, Joe Montana was not number 49. Two days later, Shelly's like, the 49ers. He played for the 49ers. Niners. Yeah. So that makes sense. That makes a lot better sense. I'm like, Shelly, this is not like you. You know those numbers. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> they only have two players for number 50. Both quite the players, though. In fact, one the one has been on commercials for uh, during the NCAA tournament. David Robinson, retired oh. center, went, was in the Navy and played for the San Antonio Spurs, I think, Every single year of his career. Uh, also, Mike Singletary. Wouldn't it be fun 
if we got that, uh, Brian Erlacher came up on one of these, we know his <laughs> sister. <laughs> That's true. Well, I forget what number he was. We'll have to look that up. Anyway, Mike Singletary played for Chicago. That's one of the reasons why uh, it reminded me of Erlacher. And quickly about the uh, NCAA tournament, those Zags are in the final four. Go Zags. That's going on uh, starting tomorrow. And uh, one of our clients is there at the game. That's pretty fun. And uh, yeah, so they could be the first team since the 1976 Indiana Hoosers to go undefeated and win the national championship. As a business owner, you realize how important it is to use the power of social media to market your business, but you really don't want to spend full-time money by hiring a full-time staff or hand over the reins to a third party to manage it. Honor your business and yourself by taking control of your social media marketing with the help of the social web inner circle. In this ever-changing world of social media, the social web inner circle will teach you social media strategies, giving you a leg up on your competition with exclusive monthly learning calls featuring national experts in social media, exclusive monthly open Q&A calls with the social web founder, an exclusive active Facebook group community where you can ask questions and receive support whenever you need it. An exclusive monthly print newsletter mailed to your home or office and more. You owe it to your business to make 2021 the best year ever and using social media the proper way will vault you toward that goal. Visit thesocialweb.news for more information and to see how unbelievably affordable the inner circle is. The Social Web and the Social Web Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. And welcome back to Wine Time Fridays. I don't know why I pause so much when I say take a break. It's like there's this long pause that I have to, you know, take all out when I'm editing. <laughs> it's kind of silly. Anyway, any anywho, as Miss Randy used to say, let's see how this opens. Get this corkscrew in here and. <laughs> okay. Well, that was sad. Well, here's the deal. We. Wow. Look at those spikes <laughs> on the monitor. Edit, edit, edit. <laughs> I need to start a whole thing with you going edit, edit, edit. Mine, 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 wipe, mine, mine, wipe, mine. Wipe, wipe. <laughs> wipe, wipe. That's a reference to Monk. Uh, it's a jungle out there. So. Uh, we actually opened this last night uh, for a number of reasons. I, I don't really remember all of them. Oh, I know why. Because we had um, beef and we didn't really want to have a Pinot that we had. True. Yeah. So we went ahead and. Plus, we have to limit our wine. So. Yeah, well, we this is. Stretch them over a few days. This is going to be a harder one because I think we're going to have a little bit of. Um, uh, extra wine going into tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, this is not a hard and fast rule, but we're really trying to be good about this. Um, this is the 2016 Ryan Patrick Rock Island Cabernet Sauvignon. And I thought it was going to be easier to find, but I had to go to two stores to find this. And I finally did at 
super one for $18. 18 okay. And this has a beautiful nose, and it is delicious smelling. So um, should we go ahead and toast it up? To health, wealth, and abundance, gratitude, romance. And peace on earth. And go Zags. And your giggles. And your kisses. See, you smile when you say that now. It makes me so happy. So this is very rich to me. And it's got a nice long finish. Oh, boy. Mm. This is yummy. It is yummy. This is very, very yummy. It's actually better today than it was yesterday. Yeah, we we have that found sometimes. Yeah, we have found that to be true more times than we would think. Um, Which means we probably should decant them. But again, one of the things, and I again, I th- I think you share this thought with me. We've had people say, you know, you should decant this, and what we tend to do is like the evolution of the wine during the course of the evening. So when you pour it, it might be tight and then it opens up and it's so fun to, to taste that evolution. We are tasting this evolution in a period of 24 hours. It was still good last night. It was. So uh, what do you got for us on this one? Well, this is 83% cab. Um, 15% Merlot? Yes, and 2% Malbec. Perfect. And this is the one that was harvested in September through November of 2016, and they bottled it June of that same year. That's amazing. It is amazing. Time machine. How did they do that? What I <laughs> There's really, another typo on here somewhere. Well, I so I did the math, and when it's aged 22 months, uh, 50% American oak barrels and 50% in stainless steel tanks. When you add that on to the fall of 2016, it puts you right into June 2018, which is probably when they bottled it. Probably. This comes from a lot of vineyards. Yep. And sub-AVAs, like the Wailuk Slope. Yeah. This is all over. Snipes Mountain, Yakima Valley. The winemaker for Ryan Patrick is Kendall Mix. Guess where he went to college? Gonzaga. You are exactly wrong. No, it's <laughs> University of Alberta. Ah, uh, Canadian. Canadian, eh? I'm sorry. Hey. Hey. <laughs> with a degree in microbiology. And then he went down to the University of California, Davis. Of course. Many, many um, people in the wine bis- business that really are getting into it go to the UC Davis. So. Um, anyway, more on this. Black cherry, Bing cherry. Yeah. A little bit of vanilla. All those dark fruits, right? And it does smell like pencil lead. Yeah, it's one of the things they say on the, on the notes. Um, some minerality and pencil lead on the finish. Did you used to smell your pencils in school? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you eat paste? Mm-mm. Did you smell the markers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Go. ate paste, too. <laughs> it was so good. That explains a lot. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, I know where this is going. I don't think you do. Um, alcohol, alcohol, gosh, 
the alcohol on this is 13.5 as well as the Chardonnay's was. Where did you think this was going? I'm sure we're going to find that on the front of the next episode. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we need to get some funny stuff in this one so I can do that. She, <laughs> I, it's When I'm editing these, I will actually pick – I'll go skip through them really, really, really quick, right, to find a part mm-hmm. and then clip that out and put it in the front. And so I did that. And then as I'm editing, I got to the – the one, and then I'm like, no, nah, I got to put this in. So I, f- I was lucky to be able to find the whatever 30 seconds. But yeah, no, they're fun. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Busy shoes, no <laughs> shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I put that in the notes because that should be, that should be something we talk about <laughs> because actually I should post that on our Facebook page, her trying to walk in those. We have been out on the deck drinking wine, I think, three or four times so far. It's April 2 today. Yeah. We are in April. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And we're looking outside, and we've got ourselves a bit of a windstorm. Yep. Which we knew it was coming. And we are not drinking wine out on the deck. And we haven't recorded, obviously, Yet on the deck, but that's coming. That's coming. I'm excited about that. Uh, but we've been able to have wine time on the deck, um, maybe three or four times so far. This has been a really, really easy spring. Hold on. Yeah, please go. do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would knock on the microphone, but A, it would be really loud, and B, it's not wood. It's not wood. <laughs> that's very funny. Uh, the wines we had this week? Yeah. Do you want to tell us what wines we had this week? Adalian's Pinot Noir, because we had pork. Mm. Mm. Quick note on that. That sauce was... <laughs> it's weird. It was. Shelly was... She's so good. She's making dinner. And well, first of all, she's like, we have any dill pickles? I'm like, yes. You can have one of my dill... I love dill pickles. So I went and got the jar out. She made... It's a dill pickle and a... And a jalapeno pepper yeah. cream sauce. And she's, she kept saying, this, this is, is weird. really weird. And you know what? It was fantastic. It was really good. Sometimes yeah. you get really surprised on these things. Anyway, so that's why we had that dalliance pinot with the pork. And it may not have been the perfect match because that, of the jalapeno. Yeah, it had a bit of a bite on that, but uh-huh. it still worked. It just, anyway. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Chateau Souverain Chardonnay. Always good. KB Dry Rosé. I didn't really want to drink that one because it's not warm yet, but we did. We'll get another one. And Basalt Cellars Rimrock Red. Is that a question or a statement? I don't know. Is it basalt or basil? It's not basil. No, because there is basil and basalt. Yeah. They're on a big... Basalt. A big a, rock of basalt. Yeah, it's rock. <laughs> it's molten lava that's no longer molten. And then a griot cellar's cuvee du griot. That was really good. That was good. That's a Gary V wine. Um, I think it was a culinary stone wine, and we had that, I think, with steak the first night back. Our first Red meat yeah. over 21 days. <laughs> yeah. We like our red meat. 
so I was out of town for a couple, three days and I called Shelly and she was at the store. <laughs> she was at Albertson's. I said, you're going to pick up some bread, aren't you? And she said, maybe. <laughs> mm, Albertson's has great French bread. They make it daily. Just so you know. <laughs> it's so good. So good. Uh, coming up, we have World Malbec Day. Um, we also have, we have locked down Phil Marchand. Unfortunately, we're going to be doing this on also International Cava Day. That'll be episode 53. Uh, but we've got our wines picked out, and he's going to play his saxophone to what he tastes in the wine. That'll be fun. It'll be so fun. Yeah. And we might actually have... I wonder how he plays Bubbles. I don't know, but I ha- I'm going to have to message him and say, is there any chance you can pick up a Cava? I, we won't try to match that up but it is international kava day and if he doesn't want it that's fine we'll have a kava we'll have four wines that we're drinking through (sighs) and we could have a a repeat guest appearance possibly by Lindsay and brian yeah we're gonna be down there we hope we are and and (laughs) why wouldn't we do an episode with them that was so fun that was also so fun hi gang (laughs) (laughs) hey friends (laughs) Oh, so funny. Next week, we don't know what we're doing because we have another open week. And then we've got a whole bunch of weeks that are kind of dictated for us. But um, we would love to know what wines you would like us to try. Yeah. Do you have any ideas what you want to do next week? No. (laughs) (laughs) She scoffs that. Anything else, Shelly? Do we talk enough about the Ryan Patrick brand? I think so. Yeah. If you ever make it to Leavenworth, you definitely need um, to, to go by their tasting room. But you definitely need to go to Leavenworth. It's a great Bavarian little village. So Modeled after Solving in uh, yeah, Southern California. Exactly. Um, yeah, sort of Southern California. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, sort of. Santa Barbara area. Exactly. With just a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes a lot less overwhelming. Till next week. Have an awesome weekend. Enjoy April too. (laughs) Chris Cochran and Phil Anderson are lifelong music lovers with a taste for a very wide range of musical styles, genres, and artists. After sifting through their vast musical archives, they promise to bring you on a very unlikely rhythmic and melodic journey that will hit all the right notes on the Greatest Song You Never Heard podcast. Visit thegreatestsongyouneverheard.com or listen to wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets, for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance. <laughs> <laughs>